0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. And this week, folks, we have some election talk. Shocking. You know, it's kind of a thing that's going on this week. Uh, we have Elon Musk and his absolute Elon Musking of things. Uh, John Cusack and his fun times of uh, filmmaking. Also dive into a little bit of our past hobbies of collecting and other things during the show. So with that, enough of me. Here's Nate. Uh, how... How the day is going
1: right. um was that a rhetorical question or well was wait, wait
0: was it hey you can take it as a rhetorical or you can take it as is um how is the day uh really? it's you know what
1: better than expected is that better, better plus well no just all things considered i was expecting today to be worse okay yes yeah, uh, turns out you know uh turns out uh, there is still hope for the world uh not much y- y- well yeah that's it's it's baby steps but this is hey you know what things are a lot better than they could have been
0: this is true this is true like uh what was it yeah i don't it, it just it, i think the best way is i'm flabbergasted by certain things like what was it a 89 year old man won his senate race in iowa
1: yeah yeah, still. Oddly enough, still not the not the oldest member of Congress. No, nineteen's three months older. Mm. Uh, I was actually was listening to a podcast this morning where they were um, comparing uh, things that have happened in his term? Chuck Grassley's last no his lifetime. Like basically comparing his age, mm. like things that he is older than. Oh, he is old. He is older than Scotch tape. He is older than ballpoint pens. Okay, he's slightly younger than sliced bread. He's older than helicopters. Um, the list goes on of just all these. Obs- oh, radar. He's older than radar. Oh, okay. Um, so I mean, you know, Mash thing- was
0: only how like how long ago was
1: Mash? No, no, the I, actual. I, I, I know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I had to make. Although out. he might he might be well, no, he's definitely older than him. Um, so yeah, he's uh, yeah yeah. But you know what? There was some good. There was some good. Uh... There yeah. are a few a few crazy Trumpers were elected, but a lot of them weren't. I mean, we like, like it's a one. very, very bad. Day. Which one? I the, think Bovert's. Uh, I think it's still well. Okay, when, still... Well, when this when this comes out, see, this is the problem I'm oh, talking yeah. about. The election is there still some outstanding things that might actually that will be resolved, probably or maybe they won't. Who knows? Well, it, the Senate will not be resolved no. because that runoff is not until December.
0: It will. Okay. So technically, it looks like the Senate's going to be a 50 50, if worst case it, scenario. It does. So like, again, like
1: anybody listening to this on Thursday or later, uh, this conversation will seem very dated. But as of right now, mm. it looks like it'll be 49 to 50. Well, potentially, it will be forty-nine to 50 one way or the other, because yeah. currently outstanding is out Arizona, where uh, Mark which, Kelly is currently winning. Yes, but has not been decided, and then Nevada, where uh, the Democrat is currently losing. Yes, but the the remaining ball- the remaining um, are mail uh, ballots are mail in that from counties that would favor. So it's possible that it could there could be a jump there. Yes, but it but either way, it will not. It'll come down to. unless the democrats win both of these or the republicans win both these then it's over but the that warnock herschel walker it's not until like december 6th um which is just crazy to me i don't understand
0: how there's a runoff on an actual election that's the thing where i'm like
1: so it's not they're not the only state it's georgia's just has i know georgia's like others it's yeah it's the so yeah, exactly. If you practice. you should just go by I mean, especially for these state elections, you should not I mean the electoral college is its own nightmare. Oh. But like for these state elections, it's just straight up you votes. The fact that Georgia has a rule that if neither candidate gets to fifty percent Then it's uh, an automatic runoff, and the reason that neither candidate got to fifty percent is because there was a third. Yeah, all over eighty-one thousand votes. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so so, but but if if Georgia didn't have this stupid rule, Warnock would win because he's up by several thousand votes. It's just uh, that automatic seventeen thousand votes, and he's so close. He's like at forty-nine point four percent. So if you were at fifty,
0: forty-nine point four at the moment. Okay,
1: if you were at fifty percent, that it'd be over. Um. But they're saying, you know, they're saying that it's it's actually gonna it's a good sign for Warnock this run like he has a very good chance in this runoff because because of the, they say that most of those and all and of most voters, of those third party voters I, probably are gonna vote Warnock.
0: This is when I hate third parties when things like this happen. Now it's it's been a good thing in the past, uh, with Ross Perot. I yeah. think that's the only way Billy Clinton wins that yeah. election. Uh
1: what's yeah um, and it's i mean it, and and the fact that um mike sure was talking the creator of parks and Rec, and all uh, you know brooklyn Nine-Nine was talking about how it's it's so obvious the republicans are just so fucking tired of defending herschel walker uh, so in another month and a half month no less than a month of campaigning for him again like they're fine with, pu- with getting him elected and just telling him what to do but the fact that they have to defend him for another month now because more people are going to come i mean i'm sure there are more abortions coming out you know people mm. coming out so they're like it's exhausting so i can't imagine his popularity is going to go up in the next month
0: no um Um,
1: but you never know everything's everything's stupid things are stupid but at the same point Um, in time
0: it's like yeah everything is stupid is all just crazy uh i just what
1: i just don't get it well, what's interesting is that um, the it's the reverse of what happened in two, 2020 where the all the claims of fraud were because all the Democrats or all the Republicans,' it's Trump specifically, but a lot of the Republicans jumped out to early leads uh, and like we're, we're leading like at the end of election night, but it's because all the the mail-in votes ballots hadn't been counted yet. So of course that was ripe for for Trump to claim fraud because it's like well, how how was I winning and now I'm not but the that what's happening now is the democrats are all winning they're leading right now but their their leads are getting smaller oh, yeah, like so bobert so so. is losing right now but her that her She's behind by less and less as more votes get yeah. counted, so they can't really c- cry cry fraud because in, if anything, the Democrats would be able to cry it now, but they don't because they're they understand how counting works. Yes,
0: um, and, and they're like everyone's like, don't you know the all the early voting, all the mail-in voting gets voted yeah. last in these states because yeah,
1: yeah, and it's not only just those, but specifically the big cities because there's so many and the big or the big counties rather. And the big counties tend to be blue like there's I I just go around the country and try to think of a major city. It's red. All the other areas of the states are red, but most major cities are not. Um, But which is why the electoral map looks so strange, where like Trump.
0: Dominates the Midwest.
1: Yeah. Like why the whole country looks red, but with these little spots of blue and then people are like, well, yeah, that's because those spots of blue are where people live. Hmm. Those, those swaths of red is land. Just, um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it was just, it was pleasant. I was pleasantly surprised. Like I, I promised my, I had a, just a, yesterday I had to take my car in because mm-hmm. I've been driving. So since the last we spoke, um, I've been driving with a nail in my tire this entire time because it hadn't, um, really done it. I hadn't lost any air pressure. I was, I was dog sitting last week. Didn't have a chance to get, take the car in. Right. Um, and I was sick for part of the week. Um, get your, get your vaccines, but fair warning. It's, it's not, it's not fun. And do not get your flu shot at the same time. Um, but yeah, so I've been driving around with a nail clearly sticking out of my tire, but I've not lost any air pressure. So I, so it was like, I would just feel like I was tempting fate by driving around. Like anytime I hit a pothole or a bump, I'm like, Oh, that's the, that's the time this nail's going to go all the way through. And so I was, I was driving myself crazy. So I finally took it in yesterday. They had to keep it overnight. Uh, because uh, evidently the tires in my car are very rare because the last, they had to do this last time too, where they had to order the tires. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so yesterday I didn't have a car for most of the day. So I decided in this place I went was like 15 miles away. So I just decided to walk home instead of like instead of calling like Bill and Susan for a ride or getting an Uber. Right. I just decided to walk because it was like I didn't want to I knew if I if I was just sitting around at home that I'd be like scrolling Twitter and like just the anxiety. There's no point. There, there, there's no point, you know, reading what people are tweeting no. during the day on an election day when nobody Uh-oh. knows anything. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to walk home and that will give me a very good excuse to not be online. Smart. So. So I ended up walking, so I walked home 15 miles on top of my my normal morning. Oh. I'm running now, too. So my, my morning walk has become a morning run.
0: Hey-oh.
1: Um, so I already I had already done 15 miles, so I ended up doing 31 miles yesterday, which is something a crazy person does.
0: But um, not your craziest.
1: No, it's probably not even top five of the craziest things I've done. Yeah. But uh, needless to say, I'm a little sore today. But it was a nice way to get your mind off things just to be walking down, you know, walking 15 miles home and not have to think about uh, what people are doing on Twitter. And
0: here I am looking at CNN, like numbers coming in and it's kind of.
1: Is there anything new?
0: Uh, Bobert's still down, but it's like it's 2000, just a little over 2000 votes. Twenty uh, two hundred votes.
1: Does it say how much? Um, uh, what the, how percent, much percent? Ninety what?
0: Ninety two percent is in. That's, so, that could get close. That's going to be close. Yeah. Um, uh But
1: on the plus side, that is a surprise. Yes. She was expected to win. So you know, little little victories. Um, uh, you know, and, and again, we just like us talking about, huh? You know, like oh, yesterday could have gotten a lot worse. I mean, the Republicans are still going to win the House, just not by a lot. No. Like there, there were there was talk that they were going to win by like thirty seats. Yes. They're only going to win by a couple now which is problematic for them because when, you, when you're when you only up by, like, four or five seats... You
0: don't get anything done. You'll
1: you get anything done because the Republicans still have moderates. It's, it's shocking to believe, but there are still moderates that are... They're not all MAGA. And the moderates will be wary of doing anything extreme. So, like, when the, the Republicans have already... They've already pretty much telegraphed what they're going to do, where they're just going to start impeaching people for no reason.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, they're going to impeach Biden and they're they're impeach... Merrick Garland. Um, But the thing that my what my hope is, and maybe I'm a little too optimistic, is that some of these moderate Republicans will not be on board with that because it sets such a horrible precedent. Basically, it tells you every president going forward is going to be impeached. Yeah. Every time the opposite party has Congress, that that, that's such a horrible precedent that I'm hoping some moderate Republicans are like, no, we're not going to do this. Unfortunately, those
0: of those are there two less of them.
1: Well, but the thing is, is with these House members, as long as they're going to keep getting it doesn't matter if they're at odds with the rest of the their caucus, as long as their constituents are OK with them and they, they'll keep getting, you know, so these these moderate Republicans are getting elected as moderate Republicans because their constituents are fine with them being moderate Republicans. Yes. Their constituents aren't looking for MAGA. So if as long as they know that they can keep getting elected, they won't side with the crazies, yeah, but they they
0: side with the crazies that's the, that's where yeah. I don't get it it's well, like...
1: they they do, but I feel like something like this that's that just is gonna set the future on fire if mm-hmm. everybody's getting impeached all the time um that maybe the, i mean again I'm just i'm being you know no, I get it. a little no, no, a little no, being don't. optimistic, and he, you know, so we'll see it' all sucks, whatever. Mm. um but at least you know on, on a plus side I've, it's it's also given um an excuse to not think about elon although he's making it very hard oh. to oh. he he's on a he's, he
0: is he is he is a i i still don't understand how people think that he's this gen, revel, genius, genius first off yes oh he's, no, genius he's investing in companies at the right time and marketing them
1: well the the yeah he's thomas edison He's a Thomas Edison. Yeah. It didn't invent anything, but nope. takes credit for all of it. Yep. Uh, but Tesla, I mean, we're talking about this. Tesla and SpaceX exi- existed before Elon Musk. He just, Branded he just them. jumped. Yeah. Um, but like what he's doing with Twitter, I don't even think people expected how crazy he is actually getting. People were kind of like, oh, he's going to do the free speech thing because that's what all he talked about is the free speech thing. He's going to let Trump back. He's going to let all these other people who were, kicked off back it's going to be a shit show because everybody's going to be there but that's what we expected but now he's actually gone a step farther and he's actually kicking off people. liberals
0: oh yeah. it was kick
1: yeah like he's so he's doing the exact opposite of his free speech thing he was claiming oh, no. and it's all because he's just a man baby like he doesn't like that people are making fun of him oh i love like, it. The- like his whole like his whole t- the the verified thing is just such a joke
0: oh the eight dollars uh the eight dollars gets you a check initial. mark and then it's $8. It,
1: and it's, it's such a nightmare because it's not going to do... It's doing the exact opposite of what he says. Like he says that the verified thing is going to um, prevent bots and spammers. And it's actually going to do the exact opposite uh, because now even... Now but the bots will have verified check marks. Check marks, yeah. Um, which, it, it's already and, happened. Yeah, there was, yeah. And it's, um, it's a...
0: It's a, fr- a LeBron James incident. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a, a f- fake LeBron tweet, a trade tweet. Um, from King James with a Z, hmm. that was verified via Elon's new th- system. Ah, and yeah.
1: Well, I don't. Does it even take anything to get verified? does Elon even have a system? No. As, as long as you're, as everyone. long as that that eight dollars clears, I think you're 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 pretty set. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So now you're gonna get all the. So in, in order to, I mean, you can still go to somebody's bio and see if it's the real person um they're but, like
0: their ad at is who they are just by changing you're right, or just look at the ad just yeah. look at the ad
1: yeah like because you can't
0: oh who, what's her face s- so kathy griffin got kicked off
1: well th- that's the suspended. thing is that uh, they they the as a as a fuck you to elon all these actual verified accounts all switch their name to elon mm, and put one of them the, yeah they they switch and it was kind of funny actually it's actually <laughs> very funny they all switched their name to Elon Musk and all made a, all made their profile pictures, the same one that Elon uses. Right. And they were all tweeting different things. Like, it, it's, you know, it was a very um, I am Spartacus moment, mm. like from the movie Spartacus, where yeah. all the soldiers say they're Spartacus. Um, because it, yeah, because then no, and they were all tweeting like absurd things, I like st- just things that were ridiculous. And then Elon got really pissy about it and started banning all of them. Yeah. And m- most of them didn't really care. Like, I know a few of them do did it just daring them even Dar- to no.
0: ban him uh, i think it's, uh, i think it's funny because i i followed i don't know if you follow john cusack at all but he's uh he's been like i'm expecting to be kicked off any minute now so it's like i don't know i think
1: i stopped following even as much i love i love john cusack the actor but i think i stopped following him on twitter because he was just annoying well um but so i don't know if i still follow him he's
0: very political Oh, sense, very very extremely. progressive very just kind of like oh yeah
1: yeah so. extremely and in combative he's very combative yeah he doesn't uh, which him. is funny but given that like all his characters in every movie he's ever played tend to be laid back i, I did so a, it's
0: i commented on one of his things it's like some some bot or whatever commented that he's a failed actor and he, i'm like and world, i go in what world is what he world, a failed actor are you not a successful actor and like what is his definition of a successful actor then if you're a failed actor because i'm like i don't i don't know what that is iconic i i mean not having to act because you've done so well as an actor
1: well he and he's admitted as much he said um he was one of several actors who've said kind of the same thing over the years where he acknowledged that um that he made, he's he he acknowledges he's made some shitty movies over the years, but he also said that he made those shitty movies to be able to afford himself the opportunity to do the the indie movies that he wants to do because yeah. he's financially set. Because you know, I mean, he's '80s icon. Strangely enough, like as, as great as his '80s movies are, he was not really. He's never been considered part of the Brat pack. No, even no, though he was like a, he, was he, a side he wasn't actor in, in those. He what?
0: He was a side actor. He's a background guy.
1: Well, no, but he had some huge leading roles in the 80s. Yeah, but it wasn't um, like
0: Brad Pack stuff. Nah, well, he prom- was in...
1: Yeah, you're right. Like, he had smaller roles in Brad Pack movies. Well, but, like, like, a lot Sam, of the... thing I
0: think it was a standalone. Mike.
1: Well, the Brad Pack gets, gets lumped in. Like, so many 80s actors get lumped in that weren't really part of it. Like, Robert Downey Jr., not really part of the Brad Pack, but he's always lumped in with the Brad Pack. He, again, was... He, he was smaller parts in John yeah. Hughes movies. Um but I mean, Cusack, "God, his '80s resume I'd put up against anybody's." And yeah, and and even into the '90s with Gross Point Blank. And was
0: that '90s? Yeah, or was that like I think his, uh, Gross his, Point Blank
1: was like '95.
0: Was it oh, or '96?
1: Yeah. Oh. Um, but then he, even into the 2000s, he made some great romantic comedies: Serendipity, mm, uh, America's Sweetheart. Like, he, yeah, I mean, yes. I guess it's fair that I, if you would have asked me, '97 um, was
0: Gross Point
1: Blank. If you would have asked me the uh, to name like anything he's done in the last 10 years, I probably couldn't. Um, uh, but again, like 2012? you said, I...
0: What's that? 2012?
1: Oh, God, it I about 2012. Oh, God.
0: disaster disaster movie.
1: When did that come, That didn't come out in 2012, did it? Uh,
0: I believe it did.
1: Wasn't that like a... That was like a disaster porn movie, right? Wasn't that like a, a world... End of the world? It wasn't... Kind, a, kind yes, of like a day after tomorrow type of movie?
0: It was a bit like that. It was like a... Um... God, what is it? A mega tsunami was coming and ah yeah that was it oh. um
1: yeah because it was the same guy it was the same uh dean devlin and and roland emmerich who did day after tomorrow and who did independence day their oh. whole thing was like world's gonna end porn okay um
0: like he had that 1408
1: oh yeah that that wasn't that was, terrible no are you naming movies from the 2000s or how far back are we? Okay. His, I'll... His, his 90s run like I can just tick off like his 90s like there was Gross Point Blank there was High Fidelity right was High Fidelity in the 90s or 2000 uh, that
0: was 2000 I believe
1: okay uh, Con Air definitely 90s but Con Air was fantastic uh... Uh, you know what a movie that I actually thought was pretty good but he never gets much love is Pushing 10
0: oh great movie remember Pushing 10 yeah, with yeah.
1: Uh, Billy Bob Thornton and um, who was the female lead in that Angelina, it wasn't Angelina, Angelina was it was it yeah, Angelina yeah 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 okay yeah, I mean, yeah, if you tell me we're going to make a, like a, I guess it was a romantic comedy uh, about air traffic controllers, I'd be like, okay, tell me more. Um,
0: okay, so in the early 2000s, we had things like Runaway Jury, Must Love Dogs.
1: I didn't hate Must Love Dogs. No, nor did but I. But run, Runaway Jury was not not great. Um, a Serendipity was around then, too, wasn't it? Yeah, That, was, a, that was, cl- was Serendipity. That was classic, yeah.
0: Martian Child, I don't know if you remember that one.
1: Oh, I remember, I, yeah, I remember it.
0: Uh, 2012 came out in 2009. Ah. So, uh, the Raven, that was kind of like the, uh, the end.
1: Uh, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that.
0: Cause I'm like, I'm looking at all the other movies and the Raven was like the last big budget thing that he was given. Like you are the lead. You still have a little push in the box office kind of thing. Uh, adult world. Oh God. I remember, I read adult world. That's with uh Emma's, Emma Roberts.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that one.
0: It's a it's an indie movie. Ah. I like the script to be honest. But he
1: he I mean, did you, this you, weird. You, never, you, you know, um,
0: he had a weird run with like martial arts movies.
1: Well, he that was his thing is uh, I mean he used to write like the they used to like write martial arts into his roles because he he was bi- really big into that like. Yeah, like uh, his character, didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Lloyd Dobler was big into kickboxing. Uh, I believe some of his other '80s characters were like showing that off. He so he probably was like, "Hey, can we can we make my character somewhat into martial arts?" Even though I'm not doing it. Well, hell, hell, Gross Point Blank. Yeah, the gro- Gross Point Blank had some great fight scenes. Oh,
0: it did.
1: That is such a fantastic oh, such movie. A I, movie. I I just somebody referenced it recently, and I was like, "That is a movie I need to go back and watch." That I've not watched it in a, in a little bit. That was back when they had such a great run. Where back when he and Piven were actually speaking to each other, like he, this the, them back, they're back and forth. Where Piven was always like the the funny sidekick, the funny friend. But they're, they're I mean, because they were that in real life, right? Like that, them, like them together in Gross Point Blank, them together in Serendipity. Uh, they were just so funny together, and I could totally see how they had a falling out because. By all accounts, they're both assholes. Yeah, but the Piven's a bigger asshole. Turns out, maybe,
0: possibly. Yeah. So it depends uh, on who you talk yeah. to, I guess. Um, but I'll say this much: uh, you can watch Gross Point Blank on Disney Plus. No, oh, Disney good, Plus good might be sponsoring this show. Never, but you know, there's, well, there's the hey, a whole.
1: Now with that attitude, well, possible. That was the um, that was yeah, mini mini driver, who's uh, always a delight
0: she's got something new going Um,
1: she is on something i find her delightful on social media she she's very funny she um she had a uh, i loved her she posted video of her and her son uh their their halloween costume last week which was um he he can't be older than 10 years old like he's pretty young uh he went as indiana jones she went as the boulder from uh uh-huh. raiders uh-huh. Nice. it was very funny and she even she in the video like there he, he was she was like taking him trick-or-treating and she was joking that her costume makes no sense unless she's like with standing next to him because she just looked like a giant ball yeah but but then they were just doing like somebody else was filming them and he was she was just chasing him down the street and it was really cute
0: so i'll tell you what 97 good year for john cusack with not only gross point blank Conair
1: yeah Uh, oh yeah
0: in the garden of good and evil
1: not a bit well that was a spacey movie wasn't it
0: uh it was it was a cusack movie with spacey
1: right but yeah 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 Uh, um and yeah what's that
0: jude law as well
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah no i i you know i i talk about cusack's 80s uh resume but his 90s resume is just as strong
0: you got a thin red line Pushington as you City oh, Hall. City Hall
1: was one of my favorite. City Hall with the Pacino, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it about like the yeah, he mayor, was like the de- mayor. deputy mayor of New York mm-hmm. or something like that. Um Just, What was the one you named before Pushington? Um uh,
0: Thin Red Thin Red Line.
1: Oh yeah. That one I. that was part of the, you know, we always talk about the uh, the double movies that come oh, yeah. out. Like 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 the uh Prefontaine and Without Limits. Right. Or or um, the, the, uh, uh, the Dante's Peak and volcano, Capone. or or um, Armageddon and and um,
0: oh God, Deep was, Impact, it, yes.
1: Um, but the that was the that then Private where Ryan came out with same Private Ryan. But the problem with it was that it was it was supposed to be like a more existential character type, it, like it wasn't action. No. Whereas, like, I mean you couldn't get more action packed than save and private Ryan. I don't know how you possibly like that opening scene alone. I don't oh, know how I, you could have more you know, action than Saving private Ryan, but that the, opening
0: scene makes it hard to go back and watch the movie. To be honest with you,
1: that was, I remember I've only, I've only had two theater experiences. Like I don't count horror. Like when you get like, you know, jump scares in a theater. Right. I mean, but I'm just saying like two theater experiences where it was hard to sit there and watch. Yep. I and know. The two, I know the two movies. I can, can,
0: uh, obviously that opening sequence, you know, the guy carrying his own arm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, and the the gun and they, they, you know, Spielberg on purpose, made the gunshots, everything, you know, everything was supposed to startle you. They, they, he wanted, they wanted you to see how awful that would have been.
0: And the second movie Schindler's
1: list. Absolutely. You're right. And uh, both Spielberg and Spielberg did the same thing in that where in order to to make it upsetting for the viewer, he liked the sound of the gunshots were so like, it was, it was so much, the gunshots were so much louder than the rest of the volume in the movie. Yeah. So like, even though you, even though if you knew it was coming, you've jumped in your seat because it was so loud. And with the, both movies, like it, the, you, you, you nailed it. Like, you know, they, like a jump scares fine. You're like, ah, that's scary. Right. But this was like, I think when I saw, I think the first time I saw Schindler's Listen to the Theater I actually had to get, I went up to use the bathroom cuz I was like I can't sit through this right I uh, now.
0: I tried to do the same thing my mom grabbed me by the ear and put me back in the seat you, it's like, hard. It I pack, mean you should It was a packed theater is this yeah. for your younger listeners out there which I don't think we have many of you didn't get reserved seats back in those days so um, No
1: not only did you not get reserved seats they didn't have stadium seating no. like it, like these it, back in the olden days yeah. and back in our youth this the chairs were set up like an old school theater where like there was elevation but not much elevation so if you had a tall person in front of you yeah, or you somebody with like a big head oh yeah you they were like i can't see shit um, you know like stadium seating fixed that problem but well, yeah well, it you was, could go
0: it, to the really old old theaters remember uh, when sam took us to go see big trouble in little china Oh, yeah. it was like a reverse the, yeah. of that. Like so everything was kinda uphill. Yeah. And we were leaning back and looking up. So it was a a very odd very, movie theater very experience. Strange. Yeah, the, the thing with... that
1: Los, that Los, I think it's called like Los, the Los, Los Feliz Three or something like and that. And It was
0: like probably from like the nineteen eighteens.
1: Oh oh God, yeah. That's gotta be one of the oldest theaters in LA. So um that uh yeah. same so, by the way,
0: that was a good time. It, Enjoyed that.
1: It, yeah, I I won a I won an album that night. I won the uh, the oh, soundtrack nice. to Gremlins. Oh. on a record remember it was a yeah, record, it was a, record uh, it was yeah. a special edition oh you know what i've been meaning to show my brother that my brother's a record collector and sells them at shows i've been meaning to show him and be like is this worth anything it probably is it was a, it's a limited edition and it's uh had a special cover that was unlike anything else and it was um uh it's still in the wrapping still in the mm-hmm. vacuum sealed wrapping Let's so it's, see if I it's. i can mint. find out for you like, I have, I, have, I, have, uh... like I have it i have it in the other room um
0: no, this is like as as I I Google away and like bring my uh uh it says it's worth about one hundred and seventy five dollars.
1: Well, considering I got it for free, that is a that is a bonus. Uh, is
0: it is it the spike holding the Christmas, the Christmas lights? lights? Yeah, that's uh, the one. That says a hundred. I've got two of them here that I'm looking at. Uh, one's for one seventy five. One's for one eighty nine.
1: Yeah. So, huh. I really, I really, I, you know, I did, were you a collector as a kid? Like cards, baseball, I collected cards, baseball
0: cards and other things, but I like, I, I literally have nothing of value until I inherited my dad's coins. So I have about $50 worth of coins. Uh, I, I, That's... no, I'm kidding. I, I like the, the value, like I've, I've become kind of like, cause he had so many fucking things like a stamp collection, uh, which is oddly uh creepy at times because my dad yeah. born in 1945 uh turns out Hitler stamps were still in circulation in Germany or when mm. he was collecting. So it was yeah. a yeah it was a very interesting, you know. Thing. Yeah. So I had to go through all his stamps and see if there's anything of value. I don't think there is uh
1: You never know. Honestly, so I was I was a huge baseball card, coach. sports hmm. memorabilia, but baseball cards specifically. Yeah, baseball, yeah, it was a big thing. You know, my whole childhood, you mm-hmm. know, had all the, you know, the you remember the cards oh, in that the era, right? the '89 Griffey upper Cusack, deck classic, uh,
0: Henderson rookie,
1: uh, uh canseco McGuire. Yeah. Oh, McGuire was my. What's odd is that McGuire was my favorite player long before he was a Cardinal. Like I loved him on the A's. Hmm. Um, i had all these cards and you know as a kid you don't collect them for you're not like it's not like a um financial it's not like it's not an investment when you're a kid it's just like i love these cards. these are my favorite players Mm -hmm. i had um my my actual favorite baseball player was mark grace first baseman for the cubs later for the diamondbacks um i had an entire small you know i had the three ring binders with all my most of my cards but i had like a small binder that was only mark grace cards i had like a collection of mark grace cards so you don't, you don't think about them like, Oh, these are going to be worth something someday. So I had them, you know, stored away. And then the, you know, in the two thousands, the baseball card, all memory all cards, like just the bottomed out, they were worth next to nothing. Like you, I remember looking them up and like the mid aughts being like, Oh, I wonder what these are worth these days. And none of them were worth anything, but now it's gotten insane how much things are worth. Yeah. I, and I have a, I do have a few cards that are high, very high end. Like I have a um, Nolan Ryan rookie um, oh. that it's technically it's even uh, it's his. So uh, Nolan Ryan's rookie card he shared like back in the day, they used to put two players on a card like it's a split. Um, so I have his his first his second year card that is the first time he was alone on a card. Right. Like the so. And I am that card was valuable back then it was worth a couple hundred bucks and i have it in a i have it in one of those super thick cases the kind that you need a screwdriver to uh, it's it's screwed in um so i i have you know and i have a number of cards of that level and um i just you know like i said that when the when the when the card's values dropped off i just didn't think anything of it but i looked it up recently and I, that card, in, very, in mint condition, that, that Nolan Ryan's worth about $8,000. But the thing is, it, well, first off, the thing is I can't find it. No, oh. uh, It's somewhere in this house. And I can't find it. But on top of the reason I need to find it is that I don't remember what condition it's in. I remember that it's in a very thick case. But I don't remember, so I, I never handled it. You know, I never had it in my hand. Right. But I don't know what kind of condition it was in when it was put in the case. Mm. And even then, once I find it, um, you, you know, those kind of, when you're dealing with cards of that value, you know, you have to get it graded by some by, by somebody. Like, I'm not just going to go up to a baseball card store and be like, what is this worth? No. You know, you want to you want to have a, somebody who knows what they're doing look at it. But that's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. But when you're talking about thousands of dollars, it's worth it.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like you no, know, you don't waste your yeah, you go find that person who that's their job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's something I probably got to do. Uh
0: No, I used to collect comic books. That was my thing.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see I I never was into comic books, but I or records I, don't know if like, I
0: collected them. I read comic books. I didn't like none yeah. of them were in good condition because I read them and, you know, just I some of them I, I tried to keep, but, you know, then my parents just kind of put all my shit in the garage and then it yeah, flooded so i'm sure it's that all destroyed tends, that
1: tends to happen yeah it does well yeah, i mean it's but again like you like i was saying as a kid you don't you're not look thinking about the financial investment no. of these things so as a kid you don't the same thing with action figures and toys when you're a kid you don't want to keep it in the box you want to play with it yeah like you don't you're not like oh this is going to be valuable one day i want to i'm going to i'm going to keep it in this box and just look at it or a comic book you're not like i'm going to put it in a case and never touch it you're like no i want to read it I never, I never got into comic books. Uh, honestly, I could tell you, I probably bought on my own maybe five comic books in my life. And, and I could tell you those comics were, the, um, uh, a spawn, like three of them are Spawns. I, for some reason, I enjoyed reading Spawn, but, oh, yeah, but spawn. never bought them myself. I had a friend who, who got them, so I would just read his. Um, and probably an X-Men of some kind. But right. I never got into comics.
0: Uh, I don't. I don't blame you. It's like, like I got yeah. into comics. My friends were into comics. Like it was just something. As soon as I moved to San Diego, I was no longer collecting comics anymore. Like I go yeah. to Comic Con because I did have a friend who was a Star Wars collectible person. Hmm. So back when, like 1996, shall we say, uh, Comic Con in San Diego was not exactly Comic Con that is now.
1: It, it was. It was actual collectors. comic book convention and toys yeah it
0: was It was just purely which
1: it still is but i mean like so yeah i mean if if you go to comic con it is you know the san diego convention center is fucking enormous Uh, yeah and it is like on the on the fringes like on the outside walls like all the all the main stuff all the film
0: and all the all the
1: the, all the production companies all the studios have their huge booths and they, they have their celebrities show up but on the fringes against the far walls and in the far corners you still have comic book you know, um, booths mm-hmm. and, 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 and comic book illustrators who are signing autographs. It's, it's just, it's sad that they've been pushed out of the way, but that's how it started that, you know, that hell wasn't the first San Diego comic con in like a hotel, like one of oh, the, the hotels, so. it was like in a ballroom at the hotel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. like comic comic and, and, you know, that's, we refer to that as Comic Con, even though that's one of many. Almost every city has a Comic Con. Yeah, like but New it was York has the a Comic Con. Comic-Con,
0: like. Well, it is. I mean, New
1: York's is pretty big, but yeah, yeah. that is, when you say Comic Con, that's the one everybody thinks of is the San Diego one. I think it's just
0: because of convenience for people in
1: LA, and they've been trying. They've been
0: talking about moving it to Vegas. And... Oh yeah,
1: they yeah, because the I mean because it, it has out. I mean, it's bit is not. I think San Diego. I think it's such a perfect locale oh, for absolutely. it. Like I love the uh, gas lamp or gaslight. Gas guest lamp that whole neighborhood or yeah that whole area the convention set everything in downtown san diego is so convenient the Mm. hotels everything um but it's comic-con's outgrown that convention center it's not as big as like la yeah that was a big thing um, down there it was like
0: build a stadium or expand on the convention center they decided to go expand on the convention center purely because uh the yearly intake of comic-con for those five days now i yeah. think it's five days oh yeah it's, it's, it's well yeah it's it. like
1: it pays off for the if, yeah it's the whole exactly um but they talked about la because the la convention center is bigger they've talked about las vegas because las vegas is a pretty ideal place to have conventions um but of course <laughs> las vegas in july unless they decided to move the the time of year which would kind of throw people off like especially collectors who do you know shows year round that would it move, you can't really move it to a different time of year um but that would be a shit show of like you know triple degree weather with all those folks that are uh, wearing costumes right um and, and you know i'm I, i'm not i, I don't want to you know judge or or be critical of folks but you know a lot of those folks who go to Comic Con, uh, their hygiene leaves a little bit to be desired. There's, um, it's not the best uh, smelling smell. room. It's, it's not the smell. best smelling room. It is a smell. There's... Yeah. Um. So you you throw, and that's in a San Diego climate. You throw that in Las Vegas, and all hell will break loose. Um. But yeah. Yeah. No. I miss Comic Con. I enjoyed my. Let me have to talk about this. At yeah, we've done. Year. We've done. But I. T- but you know, the the ten or I think I did ten. No. I did about six, six or seven. Huh. Um, I loved it; it was a blast.
0: No, I mean, shoot we we had like we had the cross. What was it? A closing doors, sliding doors moment for ourselves. Oh yeah, professionally absolutely. speaking. What, so.
1: what, who knows? Who knows what could have been?
0: Let's see. Uh...
1: How do you? How, how? What are your your feelings about how our our uh, our, our favorite watering hole is now upscale?
0: Um, the, uh, the the it, it's a the on, That's what
1: yeah, they on yeah be. like our, the bar where Hugh and I met yep, uh, became yep. friends uh, lived for about ten years uh, spent I would say spent a fortune but we really didn't we would have spent a uh, fortune.
0: we spent a fortune in our well
1: own. yeah no we actually despite getting so many things for free we still spent a fortune spent. which tells you how much we actually spent there yeah and you know even at the you know it was it was never a dive bar but it was not a it was not like super it, it, fancy it high end yeah it was like they it, tried it, it over, they tried over the years to make it a little bit more high end but it was still just a it great is. yeah it's still just a great neighborhood bar but now but it you know it actually closed multiple times during the pandemic yeah, um, well
0: it had to initially and then yeah yeah well everything then did, had but it had re- a huge but, breakout there but it
1: reopened and closed and and but the the owners remain Brett, who was a you know I wouldn't call him a friend, but we were friendly for Acquaint, sure. Nice acquaintance
0: to have. Yeah,
1: acquaintance, an acquaintance. Nice guy. Um, he still owns it, but yeah, he decided that the uh, the, uh, the 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 you know the Sunset Strip that's so famously for so long was known for its you know sketchy divey type bars because it was you know the Sunset Strip was always so associated with musicians and like hair metal and well even oh, pre hair yeah. metal like like Zeppelin used to play the bars on the on the strip you know like before they were huge um so like you so the strip was known for more like these CD just dirty bars mm. but over the years it's kind of evolved so now it's like way fancier oh, it's and yeah bread is
0: what it's getting worse it's going to get worse yeah. oh i can only imagine that's
1: why bread is reopening this as is like a super high end loungy like bringing in chefs and it's like mixology i fucking hate mixology yeah, bars wait, wait, wait. It's the, I mean, well, it, it's a lot easier now when you don't drink, yeah. but, um, but God, I hate to go to mixology bars because <laughs> it, they it's, you know, it's the, the places where the mixologist, um, where it's the place where you're supposed to like, go up to them and be like, make me something, yeah, you know, like, cause they're going to have all these fruits and they're going to infuse it with things and they're going to do all sorts of stupid things. <laughs> it's the it's the kind of place where if you go up and like you can't just go can i get a vodka soda they'll be like no you're at the wrong place for that or a be- yeah. you can't just go up and order a beer you have to get something stupid and so that that is what the den has become because the yeah, from the photos that i've seen that is the uh that is the future
0: it reminds me of employees only meets now boarding which like it's a mixture of all those yes spots down the road. Um now if anyone goes checks out the web. I mean it's very looks very nice, so don't get me wrong.
1: It looks nice in the food. I mean that was the 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 food always left a little bit to be desired. It uh, was like we really would good. eat there based on convenience.
0: Actually, going tonight. Oh yeah? Yeah. The guys are putting something together. They want to go check it out. I was like, nice. okay.
1: Okay. So it has reopened.
0: It has reopened, yes. Yes. Okay.
1: So. Um I wasn't sure if that was like if if it if that had happened yet or not. Oh, well, you have to let me know, but yeah, it's, um, I mean, hell it was, you know, we would spend our 12 hours on a Sunday there watching football and and just drinking and eating all day. It was great. Now it's, then they, they stopped being open during football because this, the same aforementioned Brett, the owner, he, he was just, for some reason had a, did not want to be associated with being a sports bar, even though nobody ever considered it a sports bar. It was just a great place, place to, to watch, watch football for that reason, because it was not a sports bar. Like we would get a good crowd of people sitting at the bar, all, all people that we knew week to week, always the same people that would go there to watch football, but nobody considered it a sports bar. And huh. that, and because it was not crowded, which is great. But Brett just decided he he didn't even like the association with that. So he just he just closed uh, it during the day.
0: I, I, they are like, oh, we'll open at one. I think it was hard to get workers to come in at at ten in the morning too. So it's like that's probably I,
1: true. Yeah, uh,
0: I was like, there was this one point in time. There was a they had a girl there. Her name was Amy. She was going to work the morning shifts, but then um, she gave it to Jackie, another friend of ours. And Jackie did not like sports. It's kind of hard to have a bartender that doesn't like sports running the sports section of the bar. Yeah. During True. that time, like there's something about like having someone who enjoyed watching games,
1: <laughs> somebody who wants to be there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, they didn't like the fact that one of their best bartenders, who was a little bit too passionate in their eyes for the games, was a um, draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Know, I was trying to avoid saying names. That, that now that was Uh me.
1: well no, but you're not saying anything bad about him. That's no. that's a compliment.
0: Yeah, I did. I always did enjoy the the Seahawks victory over the Patriots, where he went running up and down cocking
1: yeah yeah squawking, he, squawking. He, he wears jersey and yeah exactly yeah, so it uh good
0: times uh, the good old days Yeah, when we were uh, young
1: men do you ever go out to watch oh, like go out to watch games anymore uh
0: every so often when i have a weekend to myself i will find myself for the afternoon game
1: the okay
0: games I'll watch so not sh- you're not
1: you're not doing the, the no i haven't i haven't really watched early football. early morning thing anymore
0: no, it's been just uh hey what's going on usually it's like oh catch some afternoon game and i'm like i'll leave like as soon as that ends i won't even stay for the night game i'm like i'm gonna go home i've had my fill of being out these days i
1: i think so yeah in the west coast it was difficult because the early games were 10 which is a little tough okay it's good and bad it's nice that the early game was 10 the late games were at one Nice in that you can get those games over and you still got, you still got an evening ahead of yes. you. But it's, it get getting up on a Sunday morning to watch football. At 10 a.m. Can hung be over. A, usually. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It, wasn't yeah, it, it can be hard. Uh, um, now now I'm I fu-
0: up, well, I'm like up every morning, like six 30. Oh God. No alarm. That's the
1: funny. That's the funny thing is that I would routinely show up a little after nine because I, I wouldn't be up in time. Now you tell me now at 10 o'clock, I've already been up for five hours. Yeah. Like that is completely changed. Um now but I find Midwest I think Midwest is the ideal sports I, time I zone. Starting to feel that myself. Because you get the you the first game's at noon, perfect timing, because you you can you know, Or is you it bound?
0: could you think it could be Mountain?
1: I was gonna say it's between mountain and it's between Central. East Coast is too late. Yeah the, the did, early did, game the early game starting one at one o'clock. Afternoon. No thank you. Oh. No thank you. And I remember, the late games not starting till eight PM. Yeah, and hell, if you're and, and we're just talking football. If you're talking other sports, like the reason that there's that there's a uh, quote unquote East Coast bias in but, in the media about sports is because you can't watch West Coast games like basketball or baseball on the East Coast because they're not going to start until eleven PM. Oh no, time. it's
0: brutal. It's brutal. Like the seven o'clock yeah. games. That's why it's ten o'clock. Uh, yeah, you, you just don't do it. Ed. No, I, I think remember, you're
1: right. I, I think you're right. Mountain time. Yeah. I think you, I think that's perfect. I
0: think I was I was in Boston visiting my sister one day, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna you know, there's some games. I was still drinking. I was still having a good time, and I was like, I woke up, and I'm like, I woke up at like nine thirty, and I was like, oh, there's uh yeah, no games. I'm like, went the first games at one. Yeah, like I didn't know what the hell to do with my morning. I was like,
1: "That's it, yeah, it's very but, very weird." But again, like I said, if you want, if if you're if you're looking for to get your games out of the way and still have an evening West doing Coast. something else, then it's it's kind of ideal. East Coast
0: is best for football, like soccer proper, like that's oh yeah, well yeah, that's
1: well, and yeah. <laughs> until you get that six a.m. four twenty five Oh which is yeah, uh, well hell, imagine what it's like living in Hawaii. Oh, no, in Hawaii, well, you've got, you got, what, the early game starting at 7 a.m.?
0: I don't even know. I'll find out I'm going to be out there next week, I think. Really? No, nine days. I'll be out there. Nice. So. Well, I've, I've,
1: have you been before?
0: I, I've never been. First time.
1: I have only been once. I went for work, Uh, the Top Chef finale, oh. back in 06. So I was there for a week, but I was working, so like, 12-hour days, so I didn't but at the same time i would so i wouldn't say i got to enjoy it as a tourist but i got to enjoy some nice perks in that staying they in put nice us hotel. they put us up at a very like the um the hilton resort on the big island right like this giant resort and I, I was staying i was the handler for the four contestants that were the finalists so i had to share a suite with them because i was their essentially their bag man right um and so i i we stayed in the presidential suite oh so i got some nice perks out of it but i was working the whole time yeah and oh my god did i and i thought i thought growing up in the midwest was the most humid thing i've ever seen hawaii was a different oh were you out there in the summer uh no it was in october it was in october and Uh. it was still humid as shit Eh. Eh,
0: tropical man tropical
1: yeah that's true that's true i mean uh you know, good pizza, great pizza, love, love Hawaii. I don't think that's actually from Hawaii. No, but, but
0: yeah. I mean, I, I used to joke with people how, like, uh, it's an atrocity to have pineapple on a pizza, which I kind of like anyways. I do like Hawaii Pineapple on pizza pizza's but, awesome. Uh, it's more of the uh, having fun with them.
1: You're... Uh, you're... A uh, friend of the show, former roommate Kimmy. Oh, uh, she introduced me to a. So I always I grew up loving Hawaiian pizza because that's sweet and savory, like the ham and yeah, the, yeah. and the pepperoni. Perfect. Um, Kimmy introduced a, a whole new world to me. She introduced me to um, pineapple and black olive pizza. Oh, which is like a sweet and salty. Okay, and I highly recommend it for anybody mm-hmm. that like if you have just a, this you know an aversion to to pineapple and you're just like, nope, no, I'll never, I'll never do it. Then fine. That's your, that's your prerogative. But if you like pineapple and pizza, highly recommend trying the old, uh, pineapple olive. And, you know, and that is a very divisive, uh, uh, topic because both those toppings are very divisive. Like, uh, they're like, I know how I have people in my own family in this very home that despise black olives.
0: I, I, um, I get that. I, I do. I do get that. I'm not a yeah. huge black olive person.
1: I will put black ops on anything, anything, and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't They're know how fantastic. we run this
0: podcast, still, to be honest. Fantastic with, with that kind of mentality.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, well, now I'm hungry. Now I want a pizza.
0: Oh, well, you only you only have to be here for you know ten more minutes. Give her take. Okay, so well, that's get, fair. You, you maybe know,
1: I'll get. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll do something after that. I,
0: I have to have well, a salad. So
1: you you have to.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah trying to be healthy. Went went to the doctor's. Got some. Uh, well, Not disconcerting news, but kind of like, eh, you might want to change your diet a bit. I was like, oh. Cholesterol? Mm, No, not really cholesterol. Uh, Hmm. Blood sugar levels. Oh. Um, Not diabetic. -diabetic. Pre-diabetic. (laughs) Pre-diabetic, But I'm like, you know, it's like that I've inched over the pre-diabetic line. Yeah. So it's like, for someone, I was at uh, like 0.1 over what I'm so like the norm. Yeah. So I'm like okay, all right. I'll I'll just I'll just curb this for a while. See how it goes. Um uh, eating bland food. Not fun. I don't
1: Uh well, you know what? I eat a lot of bland food because I just <laughs> Food doesn't mean much to me. I, like I'm, I literally I'm to with me, you, dude.
0: I'm with you. I it's it's a f- way of living. Food.
1: Well, you know what? It was, the funny thing is that food, food to me was always sort of a means to an end. When when I was still drinking, mm. because you know, like when like again, like you said, when we drink all day on a Sunday watching football, you had to eat because uh, you know otherwise you're Did gonna you? get sick. You? You're gonna get sick if you have you drinking all day on an empty stomach. So like food to me was just a uh, like, cause I didn't like the dense food. So I would want, I mean, you remember, yeah, I would wander, wander down, down to McDonald's, McDonald's and grab two, two cheeseburgers and walk back. Um, but that was not, you know, it was just like, okay, that's, that'll sit in my stomach and it'll soak up the alcohol. Hmm. Now, even though I'm not drink I don't drink. It's like, I don't get excited about it. Like some people, Oh, they love food. Get, food is the, you know, they get excited for the next meal, whatever it is. Yeah. To me, it's just like, man, and, and, and part of it's like, I still haven't really gotten my appetite back, despite it being like nine months post-surgery.
0: It'll and come. I, just give it a little bit more time. I, Yeah. And
1: I'm not concerned about it, but I'm just not, I, you know, like hell when I, whenever I go dog sit at, um, like last week I was dog sitting for five days and, um, I bought like a, you know, those like, uh, frozen taquitos mm-hmm. like Deli Max or Jose yeah. Olay. Um, I bought a box of like chicken taquitos and had them for like th- three or four straight meals, just these plain chicken taquitos because they're good and I don't care. And that's another thing I've always been I could have the same meal every day for yeah. quite a while and it doesn't bother me because, like I said, I don't care. Yeah. I just I'm, like I'm everybody, everybody's like, how could you eat the same thing every day? I read, um, um people i remember it became a story like not too long ago just because um david beckham just kind of kind of made an offhanded joke about how victoria beckham eats the same thing every day she he said that for the last 20 years of their marriage she's every single day eats um grilled fish grilled white fish and the same steamed vegetables like she has the same meal every single day and he kind of said it in a joking way but then it kind of caught traction online because people are like, okay, she's a crazy person. She's eat, she's eating the same meal every day for 20 years. And I, I took that story completely differently. I, I was like, if you like it, fuck, I could probably eat the same meal every day.
0: I, if it's healthy, like which that seems to be, you know. Healthy or,
1: I mean, or you just enjoy it. Yeah. Like. You know, I just don't get excited about food. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I Everybody's it, got their thing. Certain I suppose people
0: have a certain way of thinking when it comes to food. I'm. I i do not fault them. I, I. enjoy. I enjoy hanging out with those people because you do. When you do eat with them, you're like, "Ooh, this is a good meal." I enjoy. Yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, and that's that's the thing is I'm not saying I'm. I'm not saying that like you and you you invite me out to a nice meal that I'm not going to enjoy it. I just don't look. It's not like it's oh not god, the passion
0: I, that you're. Like, I'm not looking
1: forward to it. I'm like I'm not like. Oh, I'm I'm going to this such and such restaurant this weekend. I can't wait. Yeah, no, no. that's not how I. No. My brain doesn't work. That my way.
0: brain doesn't work that way either. But when I when I because I do have friends who are like that. I'm like, okay, we'll go there. Hmm. A friend, my fr- a friend of the show, Robert. He uh, he's whenever he's he's back in town here. He's always like, we're going here for dinner. I'm like, okay, I just know I'm gonna have a good dinner.
1: That's, that's how brilliant. that's how my um Jason my brother-in-law exact same in Chicago just like just yeah. like Robert um with Chicago amazing oh, food so many good city amazing places. food so city. many good places um yeah every time we go up there Jason's got like a new place or 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 something and it's like he gets excited about that I just am like oh no that was really good but okay you know I don't care right. and, I, I, and now that I've I I've kind of got and I guess this is a good place to be that like, you know, after I, I was eating healthy for, or you know, when I was l- trying to lose weight and I was, I was eating super, it wasn't even so much that I was eating super healthy. I was just kind of eating bland things because I didn't have my appetite back. Right. Um, so, but I, so, but I was losing weight and I liked that I was losing weight, but so now I do tend to look for, like if I'm, if we go to a restaurant, as opposed to just straight looking for something that sounds the best, I do find myself looking for the thing that looks the healthiest, mm. which because i and i which is weird now because i need to gain weight i don't i, don't, I can't lose anymore no, well, um uh, but i'm still i just might can't get that to work in my brain like i still will look for the and especially i i hate the places now that are putting calories on the menu Ugh. oh yeah like but, fucking cheesecake factories putting their calories well that, that's, oh, we, that's we for Mont-Gian- specific reasons come on had had magianos the other night um uh just because we had family in town it's an easy thing to do carry out right. um they don't they do list the calories on the menu but, but i made the mistake of looking up i found this great app that again it makes me sound like a crazy
0: no you are a crazy it's, person. it's, it's a
1: great um not an app it's a website that basically has every chain restaurant every fast oh. food every chain and has the nutrition not ju- see not just calories but also fat every carbs sugar everything of everything it's so like somebody went to the effort to do like you can look up jack-in-the-box shit um so i made the mistake of looking at maggiano's and good lord do ne- never do that don't because no, you'll don't. never you'll never eat anything there again once you see how much fat is in everything everything yeah yeah it's so it's i i just can't i don't know what it is yeah
0: well on that note we can we can call yep. it a day i think
1: okay We don't
0: don't stress too much. I'm like, I, like us going under an hour by a little bit ain't the end of the world. I was just like, I'm starting to think like this. I'm like, when it comes to this, you know, going five more minutes about probably nothing that's of relevance, which is pretty much the show in general. It's okay to cut out a little early.
1: Well, I think they, like studies have have shown that an under an hour is actually... Probably better. There's like a... And they'll even say there is a huge difference between... An hour and, f- and 59 minutes in terms of some like listeners' brains when they see something, yeah. even though it's a minute, for some reason, like a listener's like, oh, 59 minutes, I'll listen to that. But if it's like an hour one, people are like, ah, it's too long. Yes. It makes no sense. I don't know what why people think that way.